Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Saturday Mailbag Show, KBS Listeners Lounge, coming to you from Seoul, the capital of South Korea. It's Saturday, April 29th, 2017, and as always, we've got the latest listeners' letters, messages, and reports we receive from you coming right up. So please stay tuned. I'm Lawrence Taylor. And I'm Kim Ji-eun. We'll be right back. Hi, Lawrence. Hi, Jian. How are you today? I'm doing great. I'm happy that it is Saturday. Right. And the weather is absolutely fantastic. Of course, a so-called golden week is coming up here in Korea too, right? Mm, That's right. Uh, As I'm sure many of our listeners are aware by now, next Monday is Labor Day, Wednesday is Buddha's birthday, and the Friday of the same week is Children's Day. So many Koreans are opting to take Tuesday and Thursday off work as well to enjoy a week-long vacation. Yeah, I read yesterday in an article that a lot of people are flocking out of the country already. The airport was jam-packed. Yeah, I could imagine that. Yeah. yeah. Of course, the show must go on, so we'll be here. But still, any special plans for the weekend or the week for you, Lawrence? Next weekend, I'm going to Yosu, which is, uh, should be nice. Mm-hmm. It's along the south coast of Korea, so there's lots of nice beaches and uh, islands to see as well. Uh, what about you? Um, nothing big. I haven't had much time to go shopping lately, and I honestly have nothing to wear now that the weather's changed. So I'm planning on getting some shopping done at some point. But otherwise, I'll probably just find some ways to enjoy the beautiful weather in a relatively less crowded Seoul City. Right. Uh, Where do you usually go shopping? Well, for everyday clothes, I usually like to shop at Itaewon or at malls like IFC, which is pretty close to work, or Coex, which is closer to where I live. But I'm actually thinking maybe I should go to Dongdaemun later today. Mm. Is there a big sale going on? I actually don't know. I probably should look it up, but I just want to go there because I haven't had, I haven't been there in ages for one thing, and also because the Lotus Lantern Festival celebrating Buddha's birthday will be taking place nearby tonight, so I might be able to catch a glimpse of it. Mm, that's a great idea, actually. Uh, that would be a perfect event for anyone visiting Seoul. Uh, what time does it start? I heard it starts at 6 p.m. near Dongdaemun Gate and lasts till about 9.30 p.m., so that should be plenty of time for me to drop by, I guess. Um, Have you ever seen the Lantern Parade before? Uh, Yes, I have. I went a couple of years ago and I really enjoyed it. Uh, I remember being surprised at how big some of them were. Uh, How about you? Uh, Years ago. Years ago. I think it was like 2006. So more than a decade ago now. Yeah. I even got to make a couple of lanterns that time too. But more than anything, I would totally recommend the whole event to any photographers or Instagrammers. Uh, The lanterns do look quite gorgeous both in real life and in photos. Mm, I also heard that there will be some more festivities after the parade today. Uh, Did you hear about that? Yeah, that part I've only heard of too. And I'm not sure even if um, it was there a decade ago. But it seems Seems that there will be an outdoor folk music party at Jonggak intersection. Not sure what that's going to sound like or even look like, but about three hundred thousand people are expected to take part. They say. Mm, uh, will you will you be going to that too? Let's say it'll depend on how many bags I'll be carrying after the shopping. Well, I've got something else to concentrate on for the time being, though, don't I? Or don't we, actually? We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with this week's letters and reports. So don't go away. You're listening to KBS Listener's Lounge on KBS World Radio. It's time now for us to take a look at the listeners' letters and reception reports. As usual, we've received some lovely handwritten, typed up and emailed comments, letters and reception reports from you, our listeners. 
and we'll share some of those with you on this program. We'll start with the reception log we received from our monitor in Bangladesh. Listener Abdul Manan sent us his logs dated March 13th through the 22nd. On these days, Abdul tuned into our broadcast using his Grandig YB400 receiver with a telescopic antenna, always from 1600 to 1700 hours UTC, but on either 9.640 MHz or on 9.515 MHz on alternating days. Overall, it seems the listening can Conditions were more or less the same for these two frequencies in his region, with the simple ratings ranging from as low as 3 across the board to a high of 4 across the board. For example, on March 21st, he rated our 9.515 MHz broadcast 34444 and wrote slight interference. And on the next day, on March 22nd, he gave the 9.640 MHz broadcast a 4 across the board rating and wrote excellent reception condition in the remarks section. Uh, Abdul also added in the comments section, Greetings from Bangladesh. I hope you are well. I am very happy to receive your excellent letter with three verification cards. These QSL cards are excellent. I like these cards very much. Uh, KBS World Radio's reception condition is not good, however. Sometimes we cannot pick up a signal with our radio. Nonetheless, I try to listen to your programs. I want to know about Vidis' life in Korea. All the best, Abdul. Well, thank you, Abdul, for always trying to hear us and also for sending us your logs. And I'm glad to hear that you liked our QSL cards a lot. I mean, they are quite popular and right. they are quite nice looking, too. As for the village life in Korea, well, I can't say that I personally know much about the village life. But uh, from what I could gather, much of the younger generation have already moved to the country's large metropolitan urban centers a long time ago already. And the vast majority of the agricultural or fishing villages that remain are said to be mostly occupied by smaller numbers of senior citizens. But there's also a growing number of immigrants who come to Korea to find work as such farming and fishing villages. So hopefully these villagers, or actually villages, will become more lively once again in the near future. And of course, there's uh, there's been a growing trend of people in urban cores moving back to these smaller villages too. So hopefully it won't be long before uh, these villages become more lively once again. Hope that answered your question. Mm, up next, we have a couple of reports from, mon- from our monitor, Brian D. Webb in New Zealand. Brian used a Dagon DE1103 portable receiver with a one metre long whip antenna to listen to us on April 3rd and 5th on 9.515 MHz. The, t- the conditions weren't that great though. Uh, on the 3rd, he tuned into the frequency from 1645 to 1658 hours UTC and he rated the Simpo 35422 with the overall merit somewhere between a 2 and a 3. He noted that the weather had been wet and around 11 degrees Celsius, and he wrote, There was very deep, moderate QSB, or fading, uh, which was surging throughout the broadcasts, but it was the best reception on this frequency for some time in English at 16.45 hours UTC. On April 5th, he tuned into 9.515 MHz once again from 1632 UTC when the SIMPO stood at 35433. But unfortunately, the condition deteriorated as time went by and it dropped to 25422 around 1649 UTC and finally to 15311 at 1654 hours UTC, at which point he stopped listening. In the comments, he said weather was wet, experiencing the 
the tail end of Cyclone Debbie, which hit Australia earlier in the week. It is currently around 14 degrees Celsius. Reception, a very slight improvement to the April 3rd recession levels. Propagation is affecting high-frequency broadcasts at this time, he said. Well, thank you so much, Brian, for the reports, and I hope the weather is much nicer now. Cyclone sounds kind of scary. Yeah, it does, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next letter we have is from our UK monitor, Grant Skinner. He opened his letter with some interesting facts about the month of April, and here's what he wrote. At Dear KBS World Radio, Nature and romance have given us the month of April and may have done so in one of two ways. In the Northern Hemisphere, it is a time when the buds of flowers and trees begin to open up to blossom. Highlighting this delicate stage of natural growth, the month was identified with it. April is derived from the Latin aperio, meaning I open. On the other hand, recognising the significant part played by the reproductive forces in this month, the Greek may have dedicated it to Aphrodite, their goddess of fertility, beauty and life. April is perhaps merely a shortened form of her name. Well, Grant actually has been sending us interesting information about the etymology of the names of the months every month this year, and I have since become a big fan. It makes me wait for his letters even more than usual now. And personally, I think I like the first theory uh, with the Latin word aperio uh, better than the second theory linked to Aphrodite, partly because aperio just sounds like a magic spell from Harry Potter <laughs> to me. What about you? Which one would you choose? Uh, yeah, I think uh, Aperio sounds good. I actually did, re- I remember I studied Latin in school. Ah. So this has taken me back a long, long way now. I yeah. see, I see. But yeah, seriously, Aperio sounds like it's going to open some doors in Harry Potter movies. Well, thank you for that, Grant. And fortunately, though, it doesn't seem like the listening conditions in his area has improved much, even in early April. Like Brian, Grant also tuned in to us on April 3rd on 9.515 megahertz at 1600 RZUTC. But the simple was only rated 15151. He used a Grundig YB400 receiver with an extendable rod antenna, and here's what he said of the source of interference. He wrote, the broadcast quality was degraded by electrical noise that sounded like crackles, which came at regular intervals. There were people talking in the background, but later on I was able to hear a lot more. Then he gave us uh, the details of what he could hear up until 1650 UTC. Uh, it looks like the listening conditions were even worse on April 6th. First of all, he could not hear us on 15.575 MHz at 1300 hours UTC at all. And he asked, it has not been working for ages. Are you broadcasting to North America anymore? Of course, we certainly are. We'll share some of the reports on the frequency from our US listeners in a little bit. Uh, as for 9.515 MHz on April 6th, Grant rated the Simpo 15311 at 1636 hours UTC and said the source of interference had been crackles, which deadened the broadcast a lot. Nonetheless, he also commented, as the weather is getting clearer and the temperature is going up, I can hear some of your broadcasts. So that's some positive news from Grant. Of course, this is just a mild improvement from what we've heard from Grant throughout the winter months, but it is still a welcome improvement nonetheless, I think. Thank you so much once again for your reports, as well as your patience with the signal, as always, Grant. Oh, and also thank you for the adorable postcard you sent us with the picture of a duckling and a dandelion. I think it's a very, very adorable picture, and uh, we've added it to our collection since. Now moving on to some of the reports on the frequency 15.575 MHz we received recently. Uh, Listener John from Florida wrote in an email on April 15th, Dear KBS World Radio staff, I am pleased to report that I am finally able to receive KBS World Radio on 15.575 MHz here at my location near Orlando, Florida. 
Though the signal is weak and fluttery, I was able to hear the KBS World Radio interval signal as well as a news bulletin regarding the recent turmoil in the region. I hope signals continue to improve with time, and if they do, I look forward to listening daily. I hope all of you at KBS stay safe during these difficult times. I don't support the US government's push for war, and I hope a diplomatic solution for North Korea can be reached. It seems as though the US government has little regard for the millions of South Koreans put in danger by their saber-rattling. Good luck and take care, John in Central Florida. Uh, well, first of all, thanks for your support, John. Uh, I actually went to Orlando a few years ago to go to Disney World, and I remember, as a pale Englishman, being unable to cope with the heat in the summer. Uh, I'm sure the weather is nice there now, though, as it's the spring, and I'm sure, of course, that John is used to the summer heat there, too. Of course, I was just gasping right next to you because I wanted to go to Disney World for so long, <laughs> oh, and really? I haven't been. Uh, yeah, lucky John, living in Central <laughs> right. Florida. Well, thank you, John, for the message. We're glad that you can hear us somewhat, although I guess the signal still has lots of room for improvement. Uh, we look forward to hearing from you again as you plan to listen to us every day from now on, right? We also received an online report on the frequency from listener Marcus Kulertz from Germany. He used an RTL-SDR receiver with a mini-whip antenna to listen to us on 15.575 MHz on April 18th from 1340 to 1400 UTC. And he rated the SIMPO 41112. This makes me wonder if it's possible that conditions on the frequency may have improved for Grant in England as well since he's uh, written us the letter. But of course, the frequency is targeting North America, as he mentioned, so maybe I shouldn't get my hopes up too much. That being said, it looks like one of our Europe-bound broadcasts was recently heard in fair condition in China. Listener Eric Zhao left us an online report after hearing us on 11.810 megahertz, which is a frequency we haven't had all that much luck with lately. Uh, according to his report, Eric used a Texan S2000 receiver with a 10-meter-long wire antenna to listen to us on April 26th. Uh, between 2240 hours and 2300 hours UTC. He rated the SIMPO 44333, so it's overall fair, and he and wrote, uh, I heard your mail announcer speaking English from 2240 hours UTC. He was presenting a program with traditional Korean songs. At 2259 hours UTC, your female announcer mentioned your KBS World Radio Station ID and website address. Your signal was fairly strong. Despite some noise and fading, the speech was very clear. I love the nice program and beautiful country. Uh, I am an international radio enthusiast, age 37, in China. I am very interested in DXing and collecting radio schedules, QSL cards and pennants. If possible, please also send me the latest printed program schedule and other listening materials. Thank you very much for your report, Eric. Well, thank you for your report. I believe this is my first time receiving a report from you, so uh, welcome to the show. We'll make sure that you get your QSL cards and our program schedule very soon. Up next, we'll share a report and letter from our monitor, Sumia Bhattacharji of India. I'll share some parts of his letter first. He wrote, Firstly, thanks to Emily for being such a great host for the KBS English department, and I wish her all the very best in her future endeavors. She will be missed very much, especially on the Saturday Listener Lounge shows, and a very warm welcome to Lawrence. I have heard him in recent Soul Calling episodes, and he is a really good host, so all the very best to him as well. Oh, thank you very much for your kind words. Uh, I just want to assure everyone that I didn't add that bit about me being a good host <laughs> of the letter. Uh, continuing on with his letter, he wrote, uh, I am pleased to send you a reception report after some time. I have continued to regularly listen to KBS World Radio and thank you so much for all the great programs. 
but like Wisterical's and recently heard programs that I liked very much. The Korea Travelogue episode on Korea's train stations was quite interesting. I was sad to learn that many train stations are being closed due to, due to the reducing population in different parts of Korea. But the initiatives taken to revive and turn these stations into major tourist destinations are really appreciated. Thanks also for the interesting stories and topics on the Soul Calling segment. That's one of my all-time favourite programmes. I am also enjoying the Sunday music programme and the new segment. Thanks for doing some great coverage of important issues happening in South Korea and regarding those on North Korea. I would appreciate more analytical discussions whenever possible in the future episodes. Sumia's reception report was on 9.880 MHz using a Texan PL660 SSB digital receiver with a telescopic rod antenna and a 20-feet-long external random long-wire antenna. He had listened to us on the frequency on April 8th from 1400 to 1500 hours UTC, and he rated the SIMPO 45544, so it sounded very good. And on April 18th, he tuned in for an hour from 1400 hours UTC once again and gave the broadcast a rating of 4 across the board. He also commented, recently I am receiving the 1400 UTC plus transmission on 9.880 MHz very well at my end. I feel this signal quality is much better than the previous 31 meter band frequencies. I have been constantly observing this frequency and except for some obvious reception drops on certain days, this is a very good frequency at my end. I want to highlight that China Radio International and Cambodian also is present on this frequency and sometimes makes faint co-channel interference. So far, I am not much bothered by this station, but this is to be noted. Well, noted indeed. Thank you very much for that, Sumia. We actually have been getting some very positive reviews on this newly introduced frequency and we're thrilled to add your report to the list. But we actually broadcast from 1400 to 1600 hours UTC on this particular frequency. It's a two-hour long block. And other monitors and listeners have told us that from 1500 hours UTC and on, we're often drowned out by China Radio International. I believe at that time it is either Nepali language or Chinese language, I forget. Uh, But we are curious if that's the case for you too, Sumia. If you get a chance to tune into 9.880 megahertz sometime between 1500 and 1600 hours UTC, could you let us know? Because um, we're hoping that there's another reason that he stopped listening at 1500 other than us being drowned out. But again, of course, thank you very much for your wonderful letter and the detailed report. Uh, We do indeed have a lot of reports on 9.880 megahertz and not just from India. Listener Andreas Mücklich of Germany left us an online reception report on April 15th and it looks like the signal was significantly weaker there. He used a Texan PL880 receiver and a telescopic antenna to listen to us from 1400 to 1500 hours UTC, and he rated the SIMPO 25432. He gave us some details on what he could hear despite the weak signal. Thank you very much, Andreas. Again, I guess Andreas stopped listening at 1500 hours UTC on 9.880 megahertz. So we are getting more and more curious about the situation uh, with our frequency, uh, 9.88. I mean, our broadcast at 9.880 megahertz from 1500 hours UTC 
and on. So right. between 1500 and 1600 UTC, if you can pick up our signal at all on 9.80 megahertz, please do let us know. Otherwise, we've got to do something about it, right? <laughs> and that's all the time we have for the letters, emails, and recession reports from you today. We'll be sure to send out the corresponding QSL cards to everyone who requested. And it is now time to take a peek into KBS World Radio's mailroom with our mail correspondent, Yoon Ha Lee. Here is Inside the Mailbox. Hello and welcome to Inside the Mailbox. I'm Yoonha Lee. In this weekly corner, I share updated information from our Facebook page as well as news about events and answer listeners' inquiries. Also, I tell you how to navigate our KBS World Radio English Service website. First up, let's go over to our Facebook page. At the end of last year, we conducted a K-pop survey for the year-end special edition of K-pop Interactive here on KBS World Radio. The prizes for this survey were K-pop CDs, and they were all sent out during April. It seems that our listeners are starting to receive them. Listener Maya from Bulgaria sent us a photo of the TWICE CD that she received in the mail, and the photo is now on our English Service Facebook page. We always appreciate prize winners sending us photos of their gifts because it lets us know that the prizes arrive safely. Also, we'd like to thank our year-end survey winners for being patient with us, and we hope you enjoy the CDs. If you'd like to take a look at the 2016 KPI survey prize, make sure to head on over to our English Service Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash English KBS. Now let's move on to website directions. The 2017 presidential election is right around the corner, and to help our listeners keep track of all the latest election news, KBS World Radio has created a special webpage. On the homepage, there are three blinking banners in the top left corner of the screen. Click on the banner that says Presidential Election 2017. This webpage contains everything you need to know about the upcoming election, including daily news, the schedule, and opinion polls. Since the election is one of the hottest topics right now in Korea, we talk about it on Current Affairs and Focus. Scroll down to the bottom of the webpage until you see the Issues section. There is one show dedicated to the presidential election, so if you'd like to watch it, simply click on the video. You can also share the webpage on Facebook and Twitter. The Share button is right next to the webpage title. To learn more about the 2017 presidential election, head on over to our KBS World Radio English Service website, world.kbs.co.kr English. This week, we sent out QSL cards to everyone who sent in reception reports. Expect to see a new design on the QSL card as we have entered the second quarter of the year. This quarter's QSL card depicts the culture of Jeju Henya, the unique cultural heritage that arose from the Jeju Henya's traditional community-centered lifestyle. It was also inscribed as the 19th Intangible Cultural Heritage of Korea by UNESCO last year. If you'd like to receive this QSL card, please send us a completed reception report including the date, UTC hours, frequency, and SIMPO rating. And that's it for this week's Inside the Mailbox. Until next time, this is Yoonha Lee. Have a nice weekend.
Uh, that's all we have for you on this week's KBS Listener's Lounge. We hope you enjoyed the show. This has been Lawrence Taylor. And this has been Kim Ji-yeon. Thank you for joining us and we hope you have a wonderful weekend. Goodbye. Goodbye.